Welcome to Clinton United Methodist Church. <clears throat> We're so grateful to have you here. And as you can see, uh, the bulletin says it is Pastor Michael. My middle name's Michael, so I'm just going to run with that. Um, we appreciate having you. Uh, you can hear the service by tuning in to 90.3 FM. And, or for those who are going to listen to the podcast at a later time. Good morning. I've got a few announcements here. Um, there's an announcement about the bell choir that uh, Kim Greenfield is urging people to join with their young, for their young children especially too. And we've got quite a few adults and he'll accept either or. And um, they're still calling out for help for our local veterans and there's an, uh, quite a few items that they would like donated. We still need help with cleaning if anybody has a little extra time that they could help out. And I guess they're still taking Christmas past items and Sheila is looking for help on January 31st and February 1st in the afternoon to help with some cleaning at Catherine Cobb. If you can help her, she'd like you to let her know. It's just Monday. Oh, okay, just Monday. Okay. Um, and line dancing is in our schedule, but we have canceled it till the 1st of March. So there will be no line dancing here the whole month of February, or um, we'll revisit about the COVID and everything, and hopefully we'll be able to open the 1st of March, but that's what our plans are right now. Bible study at 6 p.m. on February 2nd. The sewing club is on February 3rd, and the bell choir uh, the sewing club is 10 a.m. and the bell choir at 6 p.m. And um, the choir is 4 p.m. February 4th. And there's a fundraising meeting 11 a.m. on February 7th. So that should cover next week. Will you please stand and join me in the call to worship? Friends in Christ, let us gather in the shelter of God's presence. God is indeed our rock and our refuge. Into God's hands we commit our spirits, for God has redeemed us. The first hymn this morning is found on page 361, Rock of Ages, Cleft for Me.
join me in the opening prayer? God, our wisdom and our guide, you show us the way that makes for abundant life. Be our rock and our fortress, that no matter what befalls us, you shall be our refuge. Amen. And join me in the affirmation of faith, too. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is the one true church, apostolic and universal, whose holy faith let us now declare. We believe in God the Father, infinite in wisdom, power, and love, whose mercy is over all his works and whose will is ever directed to his children's good. We believe in Jesus Christ, Son of God and Son of Man, the gift of the Father's unfailing grace, the ground of our hope, and the promise of our deliverance from sin and death. We believe in the Holy Spirit as the divine presence in our lives, whereby we are kept in perpetual remembrance of the truth of Christ and find strength and help in time of need. We believe that this faith shall manifest itself in the service of love as set forth in our example of our blessed Lord to the end that the kingdom of God may come upon the earth. Amen. You may be seated.
holy and generous God, you have covered us with blessings. Into your hands we commit these tithes and offerings that they may help to build your realm of steadfast love in a whole earth. Amen. Our second hymn today is page 452, My Faith Looks Up to Thee. now it's time for a youth moment. I invite the children to come forward. Good morning. Uh-oh. We still asleep? 
I know Pastor Mike always says he hasn't had his coffee. I don't drink coffee, so I can't even use that excuse. So what are you guys up to? Anything good this week? Your dad's birthday was, oh my, my daughter's birthday was yesterday too. That's a wonderful day, isn't it? Did he have a good time, do you think? You don't know? Okay. Did you wish him a happy birthday? All right, that's a good thing. Well, what are something you might be looking forward to? Do you have anything you're looking forward to? No? Nothing? The start of school tomorrow? You looking forward to that? Gymnastics. Well, that's exciting. That's very exciting. I can't do gymnastics. I was never good at that. I'm sure you're way better than me, aren't you? I think so. What else? Any... Well, I know it's the end of January, so we have Valentine's Day coming up. You guys looking forward to that or not really? Yeah? <coughs> have you ever looked forward to something and had to wait? Anybody else? Anybody had to wait for something? Oh, I don't even see any hands out in the audience. Out. Oh, there's a couple. Okay. I know I've had to wait for a few things. How did it feel waiting? Do you like waiting? No? You don't like the excitement to kind of build? So what's the best part about waiting? What? Well, yeah. I know the best part about waiting for most people, and maybe myself included, is when it ends. Is that pretty much the best part? But sometimes, sometimes we have to wait. What are some things that you are waiting for that is that you're really looking forward to, but you know you have to wait. Your birthday. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Valentine's Day. Anything else? Well, I know sometimes... Chris, Christmas. That's true. We're waiting for Christmas. It's a little ways away, though. I know sometimes we have to wait for some things that are really good. But sometimes we get things that are really good even right now. Did you get to have a nice breakfast this morning? Not a nice breakfast? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Well, I know it's important to look forward to things, but it's also important to recognize all the wonderful things we have right now. So, can you try to remember what you have? even right now, as you look forward to other things? Can you do that for me? No? Can you try? Okay. Can you guys do that for me? Because it's important to recognize all of our blessings, and we have lots of them. Okay? Like, you get to go with Miss Waltz in just a moment. Isn't that a great thing? I think so. Now, would you guys join me in the Lord's Prayer, and we're going to say the Lord's Prayer going straight forward. Can you do that with me? Okay. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And I know you guys don't want any suckers, so you could just pass right by, right? I will. Oh, you want some? Okay. And, and for those that are listening on the podcast, Ms. Waltz just explained that the, the Sunday school is going to be having a Valentine's luncheon presented by the Sunday school students. So please, it's Chinese. So. Prayer for Illumination. Commenting God, may your Holy Spirit bind us these readings of your word to us, heart and soul, that we and our children may live in your presence for as long as the heavens are above the earth. Amen.
luckily I have people that will keep me on track. I skip by the prayers of the people, so I'm going to go back and do that now. <clears throat> on February 8th, Noah Gibson, the grandson of Linda and Roger Waltz, is having his surgery at Mott's Children's Hospital, so we please keep him in our prayers. We also have prayer requests. <clears throat> Shu Hartag is... She is dealing with more health issues, so prayers for healing. Leslie Owens, she has come down with COVID. The kids are staying with her mom, which has been very hard, especially for little Connor, so we ask for prayers. Kathy Parrish, Carrie Langton's aunt, is in the hospital with COVID. They are having trouble regulating her breathing, so again, we ask for prayers. Sharon, a friend of David Seabright and Sue Hartag, was rushed to the ER as the lesions in her brain are causing more swelling. Again, we ask for prayers. Jeff Miller, Lucy's son and Lisa's brother, is now scheduled for surgery February 9th. Janet Morgan, Carl Habrick's daughter, had her surgery for breast cancer. Everything went well, and she is home resting comfortably. She'll have radiation when she regains her strength. So again, prayers. Diane Gieske, she is doing well following her outpatient surgery on January 14th. Susan, Susan Sheffer, uh, Susan is a high school friend of Sheila's who is battling cancer again. The experimental treatment that she was on has been stopped because it wasn't working. Prayers for peace and comfort for Susan. Fred Bowman, an update, he will have to wear a neck brace forever and will be in assisted living. Uh, a new address as of 11 is listed in your bulletin. Uh, please use the return address in your cards as 718 Alberta Lane. Uh, that way Fred will receive them no matter what happens with them. Wilda and Paul Hawkins, praise God. Wilda is home recovering, continuing prayers for healing. <clears throat> Molly Kovac has passed away. Prayers of comfort for her family and friends. Harry Comstock, he fell and broke a vertebra. Healing prayer requested. Carl Buddy Jacob Jr., a friend of Sarah and Sue's, passed away from kidney failure. Prayers of comfort for his family and friends. Amy Van Dress, uh, Pat Dude's Daughter in Escanaba is suffering with diabetes and other medical issues. Healing prayers are requested. <clears throat> and St. Joseph Shrine Catholic Church, their pastor, Father David Hudgens, was killed in a car accident on Monday, January 3rd, 2022. Prayers for his family, friends, and parish. And of course, as you can tell, I am not Pastor Mike. Unfortunately, he is suffering for, from COVID, so we do ask for healing prayers for him. Do we have any other prayers of the people? current fire that is actually going on right now, we ask for prayers.
especially in this frigid cold. Thank you. For Becky Shadler, who passed. Oh. Any other prayers of the people? Then I ask for a moment of silence for silent prayers. Dear Lord, you know our needs, our wants, and our silent prayers go up to you We ask that you hear our prayers and help us through all of our trials and tribulations. Amen. The scripture readings today are Proverbs 3, verses 4 through 8, and Psalm 31, verses 14 through 20. So you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and of people. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, and turn away from evil. It will be a healing for your flesh and refreshment for your body. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Do not not let me be put to shame, O Lord, for I call on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go dumbfounded to shoal. Let the lying lips be still that speak insolently against the righteous with pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you and accomplished for those who take refuge in you in the sight of everyone. In the shelter of your presence, you hide them from human plots. You hold them safe under your shelter from contentious tongues. The word of God for the people of God. And you say... The next hymn is Sing Praise to God Who Reigns Above, found on page 126 in your hymnals.
Our next scripture reading is Proverbs 16, 1 through 9. To man belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the reply of the tongue. All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. The Lord works out everything for his own ends, even the wicked for a day of disaster. The Lord detests all the proud of heart, but sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In his heart, a man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Good morning. I have to admit, can you hear me? Okay. I have to admit, uh, when I received a call Wednesday evening to say, Todd, can you step in and give the sermon on Sunday? Well, I, I actually enjoy giving the sermon, a little anxious, always. I, I tell people, what on earth is more important than people's souls? And when you give a sermon, hopefully I advance that. So needless to say, not a lot of prep time. And then they sent me the, the scripture readings. Well, I very much enjoy the scripture readings of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But the Psalms, they always give me a little apprehension. A little more thought has to go into that. And I have to admit, who here throughout your life has at times kind of wondered if God actually knew who you were? I have to admit that sometimes is the case with me. You know, of course, I heard the scripture, God loves you, God knows you by name. But every now and again, I wonder, is, is that actually the case? Because every now and again, it feels like I'm kind of left dangling. But then I remembered, do you realize God set you up for success? And what do I mean by that? You heard me mention that my daughter, Tessa's birthday was yesterday. She turned 22. And the thing of it is, how close did it come where she didn't exist? Except that God set me up for success. And what I mean by that is when I was in the Navy, I told people when I first joined the Navy, if there was a 20-year paper, I would have signed it. You know why? Because that's what I was going to do. And that's not what happened. My then-wife wasn't able to take care of my son, and, and my mother actually told me that she would watch my son. She would raise him if I wanted to stay in the Navy because she knew how much that meant to me. And that was a wonderful 
gesture, but my responsibility was to my son. So I, I stepped out of the Navy. As a matter of fact, I love the Navy so much. I stepped out of the Navy, and the very next month, I attended the first Naval Reserve meeting because I really didn't want to get out. And when I look back, it's like, well, how's that a blessing? How's that God setting you up for success? Because my wife, Missy, would never have married a Navy man. And more likely than not, we would have never met. I was stationed out in California. I probably wouldn't even been in Michigan, let alone in southern Michigan. But we did meet. We fell in love. We got married. And Tessa is now a 22-year-old, wonderful young lady. I was set up for success. Not that I planned it that way, not that I wanted it that way, but God set it up. It's really easy to miss what you've been given. How many people have missed blessings? You, you didn't recognize them until maybe years later. Anybody miss? I know I have. I, I, def, I definitely didn't recognize getting out of the Navy as a blessing. But I wouldn't be standing before you today without that blessing. We have to trust in God. Sometimes that's really hard. Our foundation, hopefully, is built when we're young and our parents help instill that, but that's not always the case. But it is those small steps, one step at a time. A question, how many people have wished their time away? You're looking forward to something and you don't concentrate on the now. I mean, it may be that you were looking for something very wonderful, a wedding, a birthday, something that you're celebrating, but sometimes you're just kind of wishing it away because you don't like where you are right now. How many people have ever done that? I know I, know I have. But sometimes it's those hard parts, those hard things that we get through that teach us things that go forward for a lifetime. You see, sometimes it's the hard things that are the blessings. Sometimes it's those lessons that we learn that God has given us that we don't actually appreciate. We don't even recognize it as a blessing until years later. I remember once my son Nicholas, when he was first born, he was two months old, and my ship deployed for two months. How many people here think a four-month-old child that hasn't seen you in two months knew who you were when you came back? Anybody? Yeah, he didn't recognize me at all. When I picked up my son, my four-month-old son, that I had just seen after a two-month deployment, you know what he did? What do children usually do when a stranger picks them up? He cried. Oh, he threw a fit. And do you know how absolutely miserable it is to have your only, your first, your son not recognize you? And why do I bring that up? How is that a blessing, right? Because years later, Nicholas was now four or five years old. I'm going to date myself. I was watching a VHS movie. And I started my movie, and I'm watching my movie, and Nicholas comes running up to me with a book. Now, he's four or five, so it's one of those children's books. It takes, what, 10 minutes to read, if that? 
and he says, Dad, read to me. And you know what I said? I said, Nick, I'm watching a... In my lesson of years ago, of all the things that I had missed, of a son that didn't recognize who I was, came flooding back, and I said, oh, pause, and I read this book. I can't tell you what the book was. I can't tell you what the movie was. I can tell you after I read the book, it was about time for bed, so I tucked Nick in, and I kissed him. I, I stepped out of his room. I sat back down, and I clicked play on my movie, and it dawned on me how close I had come to losing that precious memory. Nick's now 32 years old. He does not ask me to read books to him. He, he's an avid reader, but not, not for me. But God had set me up for success. He had given me the lesson years ago to make sure that at that moment in time, I passed. I learned something more important. I learned how valuable that precious moments are and how easy they can be squandered away. So God does guide us. He has started our lessons long ago. He has given us blessings. How many people have had blessings in their lives already? A child, a grandchild, a family, anything like that. I see pretty much everybody's hand go up. And God has blessings planned for us in the future. Anybody doubt that God has plans for future blessings? But here's the thing. God also has blessings today. It is in God's time. Sometimes it's in God's time that we realize those blessings. But we have blessings today. For me to stand before you and be able to hopefully impart a little bit of what I've experienced and is a blessing for me. But how many people have woken up and have a good meal, a warm house? Are those not blessings that God has given us? How many times do we recognize those blessings? And how many times do we kind of not? How do we define ourselves? I mean, we can define ourselves. I mean, me, I can say I'm a son, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather, I'm an attorney. We can define ourselves all kinds of ways. But let us not forget we are sons and daughters of God. And when we question, does he know us? You know what? Think back on all the lessons you've had that guided you to where you are all the blessings that he's given, all the blessings you have at this very moment, and all the blessings that are to come. For indeed, he does know us. He does look after us. I read in the Bible and I, I question before, you know, I don't hear voices, I don't hear God talk to me directly, but then when I'm quiet and listen, and suddenly I think of a family or friend or somebody and I call them, isn't that a blessing? And you know what? God is with us at all times. It's just sometimes we have to listen. 
when I, always, when I saw the, the heading of the scripture, God's time, you know what? I always thought of God's time as in the future. Be patient. Has anybody had that same thought? God's time is to be patient and wait for him. Anybody else had that thought? But you know what? God's time, as I said, has already been, is now, and shall be. I think one of the greatest things that God can give us is recognition of our blessings. So many times they fleet on past us and we don't realize how wonderful that specific thing. Have you ever missed a blessing and then later on said, oh my gosh, wasn't that wonderful? Anybody? I see some heads nodding, so I'll take that as yes. I will leave you with this. May we always know how much God does love us. How much we love others. May we share that and show it. And may we always recognize that God has set us up for success. Perhaps we didn't realize it. Perhaps the lesson was when you pick up a child that doesn't recognize you and cries, maybe that's setting you up for the future for success. But you are set up for success. So it is in God's time. But God's time is past, present, and future. Let us embrace, let us recognize, let us accept. Amen and amen. Our next hymn is Shout to the Lord. Beloved children of God, listen to the words of Christ and act on them.
that your life may be built on a solid foundation and you may live as wise men and women. May God, who is our sure foundation, bless you now with strength and courage to be the children of God who set creation free. Amen. have your attention for just a moment. Um, when you come in this morning, you should have received your new directory. You should have received a treasurer's report also for uh, 2021. And some of you would have received your donation statement. If you did not receive your donation statement, that means it was emailed to you. Um, so take a look at your treasury report. We have a lot to celebrate. It was just another fabulous year for us here at the church. Um, and you'll be able to see that. Uh, we accomplished a lot. We are making good strides on that mortgage. We are accomplishing some huge, huge things with the trustees and getting things repaired and just keeping things in working order. So we thank you all very much for your generous donations and the time that you give to this church. It, it is all working and we're doing good things here. So let's have another good year here in 2022. Thank you.